Why should I be frightened of dying? You know reason for it, you better go sometimes. Hello and welcome to the Sam Reed's Near-Death Experiences podcast. Thank you very much for listening today. Today we have an NDE coming to us from Australia. It happened to a man named Joshua. And as of late, I've been trying to find quite recent NDEs. Some that are quite fresh and therefore not distorted by time. And accordingly, this one occurred in 2020. Due to some emotional distress, Joshua had a night of heavy drinking and passed out with a blocked airway. And subsequently, he had an NDE in which he saw a heavenly city. So I thought it was an interesting NDE to read. And I found this account on the nderf.org website, and we'll post a link to his story in the description of this episode. So without any further ado, we will dive right in. This is Joshua's near-death experience. Quote, On the day this happened, I was at home with my parents and had started drinking early in the evening. I was feeling depressed due to issues in my long-distance relationship, which was causing me emotional distress. I was consuming Jack Daniels mixed with a small amount of cola and also drank straight from the bottle at times. I continued to binge drink into the night for a few hours until I violently vomited and choked, unable to clear my airway. I collapsed on the floor in the bathroom and lost consciousness. My mother later told me that she heard the commotion and entered the bathroom to find me lying face down on the floor. She tried to wake me, but noticed I wasn't breathing and began to panic. I wasn't responding when she called out to me. She grabbed her phone to call the Australian emergency number and explain the situation to the operator. She instructed my mother on how to perform CPR until multiple ambulances and police arrived within minutes. While unconscious, I found myself standing in the middle of a crowded path. There were men, women, and children of various backgrounds. In the distance, I saw the skyline of a city with tall, shiny, silver skyscrapers surrounded by mountains. To my right, there was a large blue lake and green grass, bushes, and shrubs. The path was lined with glass-paneled railings made of a bronze-colored stone. I remained still, and tried to understand my surroundings and where I was. I watched the people walking by, and they stared back at me. I couldn't bring myself to speak. I didn't feel threatened, or rather had a sense of neutrality. While I wasn't scared by the experience, I was upset because I could hear my mother faintly screaming and crying for me. I could also hear the emergency operator trying to calm her down. I remember feeling cold and breathing in fresh air while a cool breeze brushed over me. The environment seemed cold, and I didn't feel sick from alcohol poisoning while unconscious. The people I saw were walking in and out of the city, 
and it felt like I was there for only a few minutes. The weather was clear with a few clouds, and the sky was blue, similar to what it is on Earth. While I could hear what was happening in the waking world, I could also hear people talking and the sounds of the environment I was in. I started to take small steps towards the city, but then regained consciousness. I woke up to find my mother, paramedics, and police officers surrounding me with medical equipment in the bathroom. I stood up and went into a fight-or-flight response, trying to escape from the bathroom. I used physical force against the emergency personnel until I had to be restrained and sedated for my own safety and the safety of those around me. I later woke up in the hospital's emergency department and could still vividly recall my experience. It was very real and immersive, and to this day I remember every detail. A few months later, I went online and tried to search for others who had similar experiences, but I barely found any results. Eventually, I came across a website about near-death experiences called The City of Light that had detailed accounts of an environment strikingly similar to the one I found myself in. I remained somewhat skeptical and unsure of what exactly I experienced, but less than a year later, paranormal activity began to occur in the household, leading to events that I am not yet comfortable sharing. End quote. Okay, so that was Joshua's near-death experience. Similar to the last episode we did, this one is uh, occurring under the influence of alcohol. And that's kind of a tricky thing, the role that alcohol or drugs may play in the formation of someone's near-death experience. But as far as I can tell, there's no clear imagery or anything different than any other NDE. That I've seen thus far, whether someone is in a sober accident and has an NDE or has an NDE from overindulging in alcohol or some drug or something. But in this case, the imagery in Joshua's near-death experience was interesting in its lack of overt religious overtones or anything like that. He sees a city and a path leading towards it and people walking towards the city and away from it. He describes mountains in the distance and a lake to his right. If you want to learn more about the symbolism of lakes in near-death experiences, I have a two-part episode on my other podcast, Decoding Death, diving into that specifically. But the overall effect of his experience is seems to be somewhat neutral, as he described it himself. It sounds as though the scene was quite vivid and realistic, and he mentions that he feels cold as a breeze blows against him, and he stands there and watches people as they pass by, and finally when he begins to walk towards the city, he wakes up. The city itself is something... We can see in other near-death experiences, as Joshua himself mentions at the end of his account that he was reading through websites and finding accounts similar to his own. Not only that, but it is a motif in particular religious traditions, 
such as in Christianity, the heavenly city of Jerusalem, which appears at the end of Revelation. As with all near-death experiences we've read thus far on this podcast, it should be clear that this image of heaven as a city is not the be-all, end-all. It's just one variation that the NDE can take. But it is fascinating in the fact that it presents the afterlife as a mirror image of our own earthly life, but one that seems to have all the imperfections stripped away. There seems to be an emphasis placed in the description of the details that the city and the path and all the surrounding environments are perfect and clean and there's glass and bronze and there's no description of any dirt or or trash or anything like that. What that image seems to be suggesting is that the afterlife is something imperishable, eternal, is not touched by any of the decay and things which get messed up by entropy here in our earthly lives, but something which is still and eternal and will always be so. Again, that's not to say that any one of us will actually see a heavenly city when we die, but it is a symbolic image which expressed itself autonomously to Joshua and one that may suggest certain aspects of what that post-mortal existence might be like. The last thing I wanted to comment on briefly was the very ending of his account. Joshua mentions that he was skeptical of his experience to some degree. And then there were certain paranormal events which began happening in his house. He doesn't go into much detail as to what those paranormal events were, and so there's really not much that we can say, but people do report in the after-effects of near-death experiences that strange things will happen around them. There will be weird electrical effects on appliances or, or strange sensations or things like that which may overlap with what some people may describe as paranormal activity. So that may be a curious note to end on, but we will wrap things up there. Thank you very much for listening today, and thank you to Joshua for wanting to share his near-death experience. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave a five-star review on whatever podcast platform you use, because that really helps us out. And please share with a friend if you think they might like it. We will return with more near-death experiences to be read in the near future. And until then, I hope you all stay safe and well. Bye.